Hello, welcome back to another episode of Historical and Mysterious. And as I promised last week and the week before, uh, I have the very first guest uh, host for the show, my very best friend, my sister, Shando Harding. Welcome to the show. Hello. So... So, talk about yourself. Who are you? Tell us about yourself. You know, oh. I know you. You've been, my, you've been my best friend for almost a decade now. But man, I did not prepare for this question. All right. Well, <laughs> like he said, my name is Chandel Harding. Um, I live. here. It's your married name. Well, yes, I guess because my... you're married. You're an honorable <laughs> woman. Yes. Well, yeah, I would say so. Um, <laughs> so I am originally from Washington State, but me and Ian met in San Antonio, Texas. And we both moved up here together in Pullman. Well, not quite together. I kind of well, got yeah. the jump on you a little bit. He came up here about six months before I did, but I still say we came six up together. Six months? Kind of. Was it six months or I was it a year? I think it was a little bit longer than that. Hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. no, but that's, I, because I couldn't wait till you were up here. I was counting the days. I think it was longer than six months. But, <laughs> yeah, like, it was like, uh, I'm like, it was over journey. a year. What the yeah. fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You might have been busy, well, but uh, I was waiting. <laughs> well, you were, okay, so you, you moved up north in, uh, like, you moved to Seattle first, and then you were in Oregon for a little bit. I went to Seattle then first, Spokane. then Spokane, then Portland. Oh, yeah. Then Pullman. But you've been only in Pullman for about six months before I got here, though, right? Or was it longer? That's uh, what I, was I think it was at. a year. Was it a year? Yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure it was a year. All right. Well, cool. Maybe. Yeah, no, it was a year. It was a year. Because you've been here a year and I've been here too. So yeah, it was a year. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm a Washingtonian. Uh, and what else about me? So yeah, I'm married. Um, I go to school at WSU. I am an accounting major. I'm mm-hmm. a bit of an older uh, student coming in because I took a huge break, you know, with getting married and my husband being in the military and all that stuff. So old. So old. I feel old, though. Going into classes with 21-year-olds and, like, them talking about their weekend and partying, I'm just like, I don't fit in at all. (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, you're not going there to fit in. It's like, you got to kind of go in. When you're that older student, you got to go in with that perspective of, I'm going in there for the courses, the piece of paper that's the degree, and I'm out. You know, you don't even want a graduation ceremony. You just kind of want to, like, get it and go and get on with your life because you're an adult now. Like, you've already got your life going, so it's like, this is adding to it at all, is all. So it's like, let's keep it going. I don't need all that pageantry and ceremony that was that was appropriate when I was 18 and 21 and shit but I know I just need my life getting better now okay yeah although like they like heavily get you into like networking and all of that oh so, yeah for they they know, tried that for me too and getting into networking fraternities and that's what they're really about yeah and all that yeah bullshit so you, you feel that pressure it's, yeah but, but it's I, I don't succumb to it and it's like yeah I don't know I didn't I just kind of learned to ignore that pretty yeah. quickly I'm just like I don't I'm here. What's the homework? Come on. Yeah. What's the homework? Oh, the homework. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, they'll get to the homework. Don't you worry. <laughs> but uh, um. So anyway, so I um. What else about me? I love podcasts. Uh, me too. Obviously. <laughs> and I'm really excited. And now you're on is, one. Yeah, it's my first time. Been on for about a minute now. Two minutes. And it's it's a bit different. I like it. Um. What else about me, Ian? You know more about. Well, me how's than your I week been? Myself. We we do a kind of a weekly catch up at the very beginning of each episode. Um. Oh. Um, okay. So uh, we're week, gonna go a little bit um, long with that since we're introducing you. So just get ready. Okay. No. So <laughs> uh, I worked 
course. I work as a server at a restaurant in Spokane. It's a fancy restaurant called Twigs, right? Yeah. Twigs. It's, okay. it's semi-fancy. I wouldn't say it's super fancy. Long apron. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. I guess that does constitute like a fancy restaurant. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I worked um, over the holidays and, you know, I had my crazy customers and my really good customers who were super generous. Um I, for the first time, had some guy ask me to uh, bring him out a pit, or not a pitcher, I'm sorry, a, um, a pint glass of beer, so draft beer, and to bring him and his wife out also two empty glasses of wine. And I was like, I don't understand. Wait, two else. empty glasses of wine. You mean two wine glasses? Yeah, two wine glasses with a pint of draft beer. So all together. And I was like, why does he want me to do that? That's so weird. Maybe he's going to order a bottle of wine later. You know, I, I, I just didn't know what he was wanting. So I brought it to okay. the table and he was like, um, and what I'm going to want you to do with this is I'm going to want you to take that pint glass of beer and pour uh, the beer into these wine glasses. And so, <laughs> like, a pint glass of beer, it doesn't have that, like, lip on it yeah. where you can pour it. Do you know how to pour beer, too? I mean, like, draft beer from, like, the actual, like, spout? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I used to work at a restaurant where Well, I even if you're just pouring it from a bottle or a can. Like, you yeah. always tip the glass and have it in an angle. Well, yeah, but yeah. he was literally asking me to take a glass and pour it into the two wine glasses. And he wanted it directly half and half. And so there's not that lip for that, like, um, for yeah. it to smoothly no, go in. No, there's not. Yeah. It's going to spill weird. everywhere. And that's what I told him. I was like, well, sir, you know, it, it's probably going to get everywhere. Like, I don't think that that's, like, the best idea. Maybe I can think of a different way. He's like, no, it's okay if it spills a little bit. And I was like, all right. Like, it might spill a lot, but let's just try. So I, like, got my tray on the table, and I tried it out. And it ended up working out fine, but... I was just like, why would you make someone do that? It's so weird. But anyways, that was one of the weird things. Because he's an asshole. Yeah, there's more to that too, but I don't even want to go into it. It's like (laughs) one of those things that you don't even want to talk about. Also, there's people out there, especially where I work in old people land, (laughs) and they get more so this way with time, I bet, I imagine. But uh, there are very particular individuals, like individuals Mm -hmm. that are very particular. And I, to me, that just screams of him. He has to have something in a very particular way. Otherwise, it's no. Uh, no. And I just, I can't, I can't stand that. Like, yeah. it's just, if you, it, like, it, you have the beer, you have it in a glass that's a containing it, as glasses do, you fucking drink the shit. Yeah. Like, that's how it works. Yeah. Like, okay, so, sorry. I have a quick example of that. There is a resident that I cook eggs for on the weekends. She shall remain nameless. <laughs> she shall go by... Uh, old bitch. Oh. <laughs> and um Your mom's gonna be like, no, don't say that. <laughs> and well she's not here no more. <laughs> she left. She flew back. <laughs> okay, so okay. Oh, fuck. Tangent within a tangent. Uh. Okay, so goddammit, Chandel, this is what you do. Um But she uh my mom, she I asked her about the podcast because I do honestly want all kinds of feedback. Um like from anybody, all perspectives and everything, you know, family, friends, strangers, all that, you know. And I asked for emails, and we haven't gotten any goddamn it. Um, so send an email, even if it's yeah. mean, just send it. Yeah, it's fan okay. mail, hate mail, I want it. Send it. Do say, it. To say that, you know, don't say anything mean about me, though. I mean, you can, yeah. but I just... 
I mean, I don't know. whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Just send it. I don't it. care. Just anyway, do it. I don't care. The point is, is that my mother's like, it's really good, but she only had two critiques. One of which was like about, uh, you know, the, the, the cadence of Jay's speech. Although she adores Jay, and it was not a criticism on him at all in any sense. And he's gonna listen to this and be all like, "What?" But no, he's great. It's just like a like a how many times you say um or something tiny like mm-hmm. that that doesn't even you know like isn't really important important just like yeah. a, a, an audio thing but yeah. you know i want to hear it and then the other one was like uh less fucks which <laughs> i mean you know i do say fuck a fair amount of times on the show yeah but at the same time to be fair to myself you know my my mother's been trying to get me to say fuck less long before the show so i mean that's yeah you know i think mothers <laughs> just do anyway just so back to Doris. What yeah, happened to Doris? Doris. Well, that's what I'm naming the lady. Oh yes. I, okay. So old bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, but there's an assortment of forks and spoons and knives. Some of which are like soup spoons and like teaspoons and stuff. Some and the knives are pretty much all the same. And the forks are like smaller dessert or salad forks. And the others are more like dinner type forks. But they're kind of mixed in together because it's breakfast and they're just kind of in the bin. And you know, depending on, you know, and I recycled these silverware like two or three times over by the with all the people that come through mm-hmm. over the two-hour breakfast that i serve yeah and sometimes you know i'll be out of mugs people bring it up and it'd be like i haven't had a chance to wash i'm cooking right now it's just too much yeah. moments of hecticness but they only last for like five minutes and yeah. then then it's 15 minutes of boring but anyway um there was like plenty of forks but they were all small forks and there's only like three or four of the big forks anyway so there's not that many and she like she's so particular and she does this kind of shit all the time so i don't want you to think i'm going crazy over one tiny instance but this is just one tiny thing of some of the kind of shit she does all the time okay and i'm cooking someone's eggs already i'm already going cooking someone's food Mm -hmm. and it's almost ready and she's like oh excuse me uh do you are aren't there any more big forks (laughs) oh gosh Uh, excuse me are there i and i i i literally pretended not to understand slash thought i legitimately did not understand (laughs) and i i said oh there are there no more forks like i thought it was a legitimate problem like oh there's no more for like there's no more i could wash one real quick right now she's like oh no just there's no actual like appropriately sized ones i would like a big one i'm like (sighs) Oh, uh, no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I said that too. I was like, uh, no, sorry. Uh, you know, because I'm literally cooking someone else's breakfast right now. What are you doing? Go sit down and eat your fucking food. It's buffet style anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, she's particularly one of the needy ones. A lot of them are great, and I like a lot of them and whatever, yeah. but she's just particularly trying. Um, yeah. and she kind of f- f- winced at me or frowned at me a little bit. I'm like, whatever. Anyway, but I don't, I don't even like her anyway. If she liked me, then that would be, if, if I liked her, it would be kind of disappointing. But since I don't like her anyway, it's kind of like, whatever. At least I get to ruin your day. <laughs> anyway, but, uh. I think that's like the good thing about not like getting tips, you know, from like a place that you're yeah as you cannot give a fuck yeah you can like, and i'm getting things, a raise like, in a few days anyway hey, so hey because hey. <laughs> in washington state it's gonna go from 11 to 11 50 come oh, january 1st i didn't know that you didn't know that no oh 
That's really cool. I'm still used to getting like two thirteen an hour. Like I'm still shocked I get like a regular minimum wage. You still shocked you get tips and a paycheck. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's so shocking every two hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm like super yeah. ecstatic. I'm like, what? And and you know my taxes are paid. Like what? It's yeah, amazing. Exactly. It is amazing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. They check really out a helps. little bit extra, but you still get a paycheck at all. That's yeah. just. Anyway. And serving, so, you know, is really um, hard work and it just, it, yeah. I could go on a tangent about it, which I won't, <laughs> anyway, but anyways. Anyway, um, so that was <laughs> something with me at work. And then, oh yeah, I had these fucking topics. These are just random things I thought about throughout the week that I wanted to bring up on the podcast because I thought they were funny or just whatever. Or other okay. people I thought would relate to or think, yeah. Um, that one's for Jay. That one. Okay, so this one. Okay, this one was supposed to be for Jay, but I'll do it for you because I think he would judge me more just because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> I love you, Jay. You're not an asshole. He's no. still in California. He's he's um, the guy version of me, by the way, guys. He is. He's awesome. <laughs> he's like my sister brother. Yes. I'm just yeah. No. Yeah. No, I'm your no. sister's sister. He's your sister brother. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> um, but I have it written here. I love you. Message. So basically, what that is about is I. Um, sometimes an emotional cutter. And what that means is I'll just do things to emotionally damage myself for no reason because I'm bored. I don't oh, know. Oh, I, I pictured. Okay, and I don't know why I laughed. I just pictured you at a cutting board, like <laughs> and like being like crying, like as you're like cutting like some cucumber or something. I like kind of a little bit sometimes, okay. but with the fun. Anyway, Anyways. so I was going through old, old, old Facebook conversations with my ex. Yeah, all of the good stuff, all of the fights because we fought, fought over message because he just couldn't stop himself, and I couldn't at the time either. Uh, but anyway, and all these horrible things, and I just kind of rehash the entire relationship mm. in my memories, in my mind with that, and I'm just kind of like, oh my goodness, and also just being so relieved it's kind of fucking over, because it got very crazy dramatic toward the end. Crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy dramatic, and just fucking crazy. Anyway, um, and, but this is just kind of how I am in relationships, and kind of immediately post-relationship and how much I'm just like a hopeless romantic and stuff in in some ways which is like really I'm trying to learn but sad (laughs) and after this whole I read this whole fight and then there was like this huge pause for like a couple months and you know we both said horrible things to each other and we ended it that way and then he randomly sends me a message a couple months later saying hey how are you and then you know what my automatic response is what three words I love you Oh, no. No. <laughs> and as soon as I read that, keep, keep in mind, this is a couple years old at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. So keep, I, as soon as I read that, I did the biggest eye roll I ever did in my whole fucking life. I was like, oh my God, Ian, <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is it going to take? <laughs> I love, oh God. And I, and I, and I knew I was reading it the right way. Like, how, hey, how are you? I love you. Like, oh my God, Ian. Jesus Christ. After Aww. everything he put you through? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but that's just kind of me immediately after a relationship. Uh, I look back now, it's been enough time. I'm like, never, never. Look at never. No. Anyway. Yeah. So that's one thing. And I just thought that was funny that, like, I'm just kind of like that. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So another one, this one's, uh, I called this one Julia Roberts' Sob Face. Oh. And it's because I recently rewatched The Pelican Brief, which is kind of like one of her old hits from the early 90s or late 80s or something. Mm-hmm. And it's also starring Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I pretty much 
recognized, and because she, she has several movies where she does this, though not a lot. She's famous for her smile, you know? Yeah. Famous for those big beautiful curly wides, big yeah. beautiful smile. And I'm thinking she should be just as famous for her fucking crying, sobbing, hysterical faces. Because they, she is the ugliest fucking crier. <laughs> have ever seen in my life okay so in the pelican brief there's this part where her boyfriend who's also by the way her professor yeah now i know why you got on a roll bitch uh uh he gets in his car he turns on the ignition he's all drunk anyway and as soon as he turns on the ignition the car explodes and she has this moment of shock she's like oh and then she's like oh you like she's realizing she's that he the car just fucking exploded and he's dead yeah. and she does this thing she's like ah, ah, and her, she's kind of got limp wrists as she's running toward the car kind of and it explodes again and she's got like this so- she has this sob face like she's like she kind of does this okay so they won't be able to see this but you can see this she does this thing with her mouth where she's like Oh, God. You know? Yeah. And she does it in multiple movies I've remembered and I'm just like oh my God that is the most, the ugliest, most glorious face <laughs> I have ever seen a starlet make in my life. I feel like you need, like, I want to make a, mo- no, I want to make a montage of all her yeah. movies where she makes that face and yeah. all the moments of her making that face. Just, just collect all of those and then make a bunch of memes and then I bet you it will go viral. Oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah cash it. me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Yeah. Um, exactly. And how, and I, and then that's right. I said that. How about that? Not how about that? Um, and well, the last one, one the last one is said as soon as I okay so um, I made a snack for us because I'm I was so excited for you to co-host with me this evening that uh, I pre- I specially prepared like fancy finger sandwiches mm-hmm. and I bought us a bottle of Moscato which we've already drinking almost all of mm-hmm. uh, and we're feeling pretty <laughs> fancy and yes. the, I made cucumber sandwiches that also included it uh, well I, I wanted to look up finger sandwiches I looked up easy finger excuse me sorry Easy finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up a cucumber one. Well, I like cucumber, so I click on that one. I look up ingredients. Bread. Uh, done. Cucumber, obviously. Mayonnaise. Uh, mustard. Salt. Pepper. Uh, and then I saw, like, uh, freshly cut chives. I saw, And yeah. then as soon as I saw freshly cut chives, I'm like, bitch, you just jumped straight out of easy. What are you doing? <laughs> I said easy. This is Google. What is happening? got some fresh herbs up in there what do you mean freshly cut chives? and i didn't even get freshly cut chives i got no. dried uh bottles freeze dried freeze dried yeah. chives which work yeah. just as well they work yeah, just fine. as fine they're fine i like them but uh I, but i as soon as i saw that i was like oh and at first i went back and looked for something else and i was like i want a cucumber <laughs> and uh but they were really good they were good they're all gone now along with the the bottle of wine and yeah. we still have these chocolate peanut caramel things that we agreed we would not eat on the show because it's not professional to eat on the show but they no. are very tempting so i might y'all take don't want to hear ian eating those Ma- i'll lean back <laughs> i'll lean back okay well i yeah. usually don't say that to a woman <laughs> sorry okay 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 so on with the show. Yes. Oh my god, we have done 20 minutes of pre-conversation talk. I this know. is what happens when you're you do a podcast episode with your best fucking friend. Okay, yeah. god damn it. All right. Sorry, um, Ian's mom. <laughs> no, don't say that. You're going to make her feel bad. She's no, fine. no. I I'm, I'm just plain no. We're you're good. a terrible person, Chandel. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so I'm history this week. We're back on the normal format from the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the last episode, which I know you didn't because you asked about it. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. And, I'm uh, sorry. I 
No, so you're crazy. fine. No, it's it's awesome to have a terrible friend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but it was just random facts about different holidays. Now we're back to the normal format of historic history and mystery. Well, yeah. history is always first, so I'm history, and I am doing the history. Sorry, I need to scoot up to the microphone. Forgot my own rule. Uh, I'm doing the history of the Dancing Plague of 1518. Mm. You ever heard of that? I assume that maybe it was about, like, these people, you know, like, back a long time ago where people were really into dancing, like, they would dance until they died, like, or I, I actually think of uh, that one movie, what is that called, where she, like, puts her hands in her armpits and reaches them up real quick for her nose. You don't know what movie I'm talking about? <laughs> people who are listening to this are going to be hurting me for this No, um, that sounds kind of gross, though. No, I can't, um, is it Superstar? I think it's Superstar. Anyways, her parents died, like, from dancing, from a dancing contest or something. They got, like, trampled I've heard of Jesus Christ Superstar. I can't believe you've, I swear this movie's called, like, Superstar. Okay, well, don't. Anyways. Not, don't look it up on the show. <laughs> what are you doing? She, like, goes straight to her computer, like, oh, my God, I it, gotta show you. Like, it's no, Superstar. No, we're, I'm honey, pretty we're positive. doing a thing. Will Ferrell's um, in it, and I forgot the lead person's name, but they were all in SNL. <laughs> like, it's amazing if you haven't seen it, but I'm I sure everyone it. has, except for you. I don't know how you haven't. Anyways, it's gone. I don't know how, oh, you know what? I don't know how <laughs> you didn't know I was gay when we first met. You didn't know for so long, and, and everyone around me, including me, is looking at you like, honey. All right. After the Mariah Carey, like... Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the Mariah Carey, sweet, sweet baby, baby. <laughs> All right, sorry. So you're gay, what? <laughs> what? What? What do you mean you're homosexual? No um, all right. So, <laughs> Dancing Plague of 1518. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to go through this outline. I'm first going to go through this, obviously, since it happened in 1518. gives you the year and the title. I'm going to go over just a general life and culture in early 1500s in Europe, just to kind of set the scene a little bit. Okay. For kind of what we're going to go through. A little train ride, even though trains didn't exist okay. yet. I'm okay. excited. So, uh, the 1500s brought on the beginning of the early modern age. A time of many social, political, and cultural shifts. As well as a vigorous economic expansion onto the world stage. Uh, this is also the time of renewed interest in ancient learning and record keeping. And the Renaissance. The height of it. Uh, the general population at this point has also started to grow after two centuries of decline or stagnation after sickness and famines and plague outbreaks of, uh, of years, decades, and centuries prior. Like, you know, the Black Death and everything. Mm -hmm. um, although, regardless of these discoveries and advancements, many old world practices and beliefs remained, such as a hysterical fear of witches and vampires, as well as the literal devil like like some being would come across knock on their door and like i'm the devil but i won't tell you you know like oh. yeah literal and scary yeah um like in that movie the witch you ever seen that movie <sighs> I don't even know that's that the one movie. where at the very beginning she yeah. kills that baby oh god yeah that was intense when i first saw that movie it fucked me up but it's a good movie anyway I hated she that movie. That. She bathed in that baby. Okay, okay. No, okay, 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 I, sorry. I, like, wanted to forget that even <laughs> existed. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, it's not funny. <laughs> you are setting the scene for me, though. <laughs> oh, shit. And that one, that was in America. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so, uh, the general masses were poor and starving and had little money to spare, along with uh, high mortality rates and no clean water. So, life was still shit. 
but it was starting to get organized. Not better, but uh, organized and uh, well, less stupid. <clears throat> Turning the page of my notes. Um, so, Dancing Plague. The Dancing Plague of 1518 was a case of mass dancing mania that occurred in uh, Strasbourg, Al Alsace, or Alsace? I, th I think I'm going to say Alsace, of the Holy Roman Empire, or what was regarded as the Holy Roman Empire at the mm -hmm. time, now modern-day France. Uh, a week before the Mary Magdalene Festival in July of 1518. So this is like, you know, everybody's planning this big thing and fucking... Oh, let's celebrate before we celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Approximately 400 people in Strasbourg took to dancing for days without rest or pause Ugh. and in a vehement, sporadic, sometimes violent manner. Uh, this phenomenon lasted for about one month and m many of the people affected collapsed or even died from either heart attacks, strokes, or extreme exhaustion. Well, yeah, I mean, like, imagine, like... Because this is, like, not pausing it up, not for yeah. sleep, not for eating, not for oh, shitting, no. like, like you're pissing yourself and dancing. Like, this is nonstop, <laughs> day and night, I like, go dancing from what at I'm the, read. Yeah. If I go dancing at the club for, like... I mean, this is me now. Like, back then, like, I could do it for a little while. Well, their <laughs> like, shoes were different. You're wearing heels when you're dancing. Yeah. It's different. You got you got about five minutes. Yeah. And no, then you're, I mean, you're now down really for cocktail number three. <laughs> we are in our mid to late 20s now. We are not 19 sneaking yes. moves. We, we can handle limited shit. Yes. And waking up in the morning, the next morning, to your body hurting and just knowing that you got the most intense workout of your life. I can't even imagine these people. And, like, it's involuntary movement. So, like, they're not even, like... Yeah. You know, yeah, they're and not that's even what it, it was sporadic. It wasn't even, like... Yeah, they're, like... like some movements kind of look like dancing, but it was very kind of, like, like, a mixture yeah. of a seizure and dancing. Exactly. Like, if, you, if, if seizuring and dancing had a baby... <laughs> Yeah, That's like imagine if you if you like felt like you had like a leg that was hurting, you'd be like, it's okay, I'll just you know move my arms a little more, or I'll uh, put the weight on the other leg a little bit more. They don't yeah, have a choice. They don't have a choice. They have to keep doing it on the bum leg. Yeah, that sucks. Anyways, go on. No, I mean you're right. Yeah. Um, the uh, the outbreak began when a Strasbourg resident by the name of uh, Frau Trophia or Frau Trophia. Uh, started to fervently dance in the middle of the streets. In the beginning, people gathered to uh, simply marvel, laugh, and cheer at her. Uh, but as time marched on, more people began to inexplicably, inexplicably <laughs> dance along with her. Uh, by day six, so this is six days in a row now she's been dancing. Oh my gosh. Uh, so by day six, Trophia was still dancing and people's enjoyment had begun to change into fear and confusion. And with that time... Uh, and within that time, as many as 30 to 40 other people were dancing. Uh, within a month, around 400 dancers proliferated throughout the city, uh, predominantly female, dancing nonstop without food or drink. While many stories from this time and uh, event are largely false or at least highly embellished, we do know for a fact that some variation of the events I have just described did in fact occur from historical records kept at the time as well as after, as in like, you know, years and decades after, not like today, but like people remembering the event and recalling it still, mm -hmm. uh, I guess. These historical documents include physician notes, cathedral sermons, local and regional chronicles, uh, as well as notes issued by the Strasbourg City Council, like directly to the people and administration, I guess. 
Sorry, moving my leg. Changing positions. Because I'm an old guy. Get my Cadillac. Um... After the sixth day, Trophia managed to rest for a time with assistance of others, uh, but soon after she began dancing once more and continued on and on. Uh, there was one report record uh, to, that indicated the occurrence of a period where this dancing plague killed up to 15 people per day. 15 people per day. That's just dropping. insane. It's throughout the entire city, too. Uh, then, all of a sudden... All of the spastic dancing stopped. Just stopped. As randomly as it started, it ended. And all at once, or almost apparently. Weird. Just all together. Gone. Weird. Yeah. And that's it? Yeah. And that's this this particular instance. Yeah. It's okay, just, so there was like, another instance. Well, the, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, I've, I've got more. Uh, okay. so, no, I'm like, that's, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, reactions and results. Uh, so there's this philosopher guy. Or no, it says right here. So there's this physician and alchemist named... Uh, I'm just going to say his name like this. Periclesis. Periclesis uh, visited Strasbourg in 1526, eight years after the incident even occurred. But the term... Uh, but he coined the term uh, choreomania, like choreography and mania, so choreomania. Mm, clever. Uh, to name the dancing sickness. According to Periclesis, Trophia's husband hated it when she danced. And then in my notes, I literally drew a little emoji that goes like this. <laughs> like, no, here, I'm going to show you. Uh, where is it? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Because I just, like, apparently he hated it when she danced. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. If you have such a problem with it, go upstairs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> she likes to dance. <laughs> um, uh, he, as well as some others, believed that she started dancing solely to annoy her husband. Which, you know, you go, girl. You get yeah. yours. Hey. Yeah. Tell him to suck a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Periclesis supplied three primary causes for this... Uh, uh, choreomania, uh, yeah, choreomania, uh, which were A, it was born out of the imagination, B, uh, people joined in the dance out of, quote, sexual frustration, or, of course. <laughs> yeah, and you know he means women. Yes. And I'll get to that. And C, uh, there may be bodily causes for some uncontrolled dancing, but... He mostly thought it was unhappy wives. Eye roll. Yeah. Hard eye roll. Yes. And point to the door. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so he does kind of acknowledge that, like, oh, it could be, like, a physical manifestation of something, which obviously, mm-hmm. looking back, like, as a modern-day person looking back now, it's like, well, obviously. But he's like, oh, but that's probably not... Like, that's why it's C and not A, because it's, like, not a thing. No. Anyway, dumb. Um, that's what I imagine, anyway. Also, while this was all going on, people were very quickly devising methods of treating those affected with dancing mania. Uh, one of these methods was binding. Dancers were bound in cloth and fabric, similar to the way you uh, wrap a baby in uh, swaddling cloths. Hmm. Uh, this prevented them from literally dancing themselves bloody. Oof, 
So yeah. like they're kind of like almost in like a yeah, like literally bound, bound yeah. up. Yeah, like a straight jacket. Straight jacket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Paraclesis would eventually declare all uh, persons afflicted with uh, the disease whores and scoundrels, and insisted they be locked in dark rooms. Sorry. Where Where does it say that they're witches? Because I'm waiting for that to come up next. Oh, it doesn't in this particular instance. I'm just saying that was during just during the general setting. No, I know. No, no, I'm just saying like I feel like that's oh, what's going to come next. <laughs> okay, I understand what you're saying. Oh my god. No. Um. Well, I'm surprised it didn't yeah. actually, to be honest. Yeah. Um. The more unpleasant the room, the better. And also, uh, only feed them bread and water. Because. <laughs> Why? Like, they're whores and scoundrels that didn't even do anything. They're just dancing. Oh, but, oh so they just get bread yeah. and water. Like, that's kind of like... Yeah, like, people who exhibit that behavior, oh, they're whores and scoundrels. That's why they're even acting like that. So just lock them up in a dark, dank room. Yeah. It's shitty. And give them bread and water. Fuck them. Yeah. Ugh. Paraclesis so, sounds like an asshole. For real. For real, for he real. He really hated dancing. For real, real. He really hated dancing. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. in the street. All right, sorry. Uh, I couldn't remember the words to the song just now, I so I literally I just went. I literally just went. Dancing in the street. All right, Wait, sorry. Um, what theme song was that to? That was to a theme song. Well, that's an actual song song. No, I but know. But it wasn't a movie. It was in a, a Sister Act two. But it was also the one I know. There was a th- the movie no, I know with it. I swear it was a theme song to like an old. It was like the the song that Whoopi Goldberg did at the concert. Okay. I swear it goes with something else too, but whatever. I'm really horrible with movie and TV references. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, people in Chicago, oh. down in New York City, <laughs> dancing in the street. Yeah, that's, that's, it's an invitation across the nation for dancing in the street. That's what it I is. Like it. Thank you. I remember. I like it. Okay. It just had to click there for a little bit. I'm going to edit that out. I don't edit this show, but that's getting it. That's out. getting I can't. <laughs> singing? Oh, we're singing now? What? What? What is this? All right. Um. God, we're, now I lost my place. Okay. Chandel, what are you doing? Sorry. Distracting Sorry. me with your friendship. Okay, you're talking about. I talked about how bread and you, water, bread, yes, and, bread water. and water. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm. I'm gonna stop yelling at you. Um, you're like, oh god, no. Um, okay, so theories at the time, uh, both during and after this event, countless theories and ideas have popped up around how and why this. <coughs> excuse me, how this month-long non-stop dance-a-thon had even managed to take place. However, some of these, what we would consider very archaic ideas, were more popular than others, such as demonic possession, which was commonly accepted as a cause. Uh, Another was extreme anxiety and stress from the difficult conditions of their lives. You know, just at the time, general life. Which, to me, and I I put in parentheses here, which sounds like some rich asshole just uh, pontificating on the the peasants. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't it, though? A little bit. bit, Sounds a little paraclesis to me. (laughs) Oh, an asshole. Medical and civic authorities who got involved after the first few deaths believed that the cure for this uh, dancing was more dancing. 
Thus was erected a large wooden stage as well as musicians to play music for all the townsfolk. So even people who weren't dancing got in on the action. Huh. Uh, and then I wrote here a short sentence, more people died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another theory was uh, tarantism or tarantula bites. What? This theory spread through France to Italy. They thought tarantula bites because there was, I guess, like one year there was a lot of tarantulas one year, which is a thing. That's hap- That happens in Texas too, let me tell you. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Good must Lord. not have lived there. I, I remember one years. year at Lake Livingston and there was, oh, tarantulas abound. Ooh. Anyway, uh, and, but there's, and, the, and same thing with bugs too. I mean, like there's some years where like uh, June bugs are everywhere and then other years it's mosquitoes and yeah. you know, like you have mosquitoes every year, but it's like this year there's just so goddamn many. What is going on? And no June bugs. Where are they? That's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, you can have a lot. So apparently it's something like that where they had a lot of tarantulas that year and they thought it was like tarantula bites. Like there's so many more tarantulas. This all of a sudden started happening. Boom. There you go. But that was one of the theories at that time. Hmm. Uh, okay. So modern day theories. Uh, Today, historians and researchers have developed uh, newer ideas on what might have caused this bizarre incident. One theory states that all of the victims were actually subjected to a form of mass hysteria. Quote, basically instances where uh, more than one person believes they are afflicted by the same malady and often uh, during times of extreme stress within the afflicted community. Uh, During this time, particularly in the early 1500s throughout Europe, there was frequent and rapid famine and malnutrition and uh, breakouts of black death still. Nothing like in the 1300s, but still little plagues here and there. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, basically, it's a little bit like the pontificating I mentioned earlier, but less snide, I think, in better words. Like, yeah, maybe they were freaking out because it was so shitty. Yeah. Um. Another theory lies within the uh, within the realm of agriculture, specifically food poisoning caused by the toxic and psychoactive chemicals of ergot fungi, which grows commonly on uh, grains in the wheat family, such as rye. Uh, ergotamine, ergotamine, uh, which is the main psychoactive product of ergot fungi, and due to its structural relation to uh, Sorry, reading my own cursive here. Oh, wait, no, okay. So it's structural relation to uh, lysergic acid, diet, no, diethyl, diethylamide, or diet, diethylamide, <laughs> in parentheses, LSD-25. It was the uh, substance originally used to make LSD uh, from being synthesized. Huh. Like, it, that was the original chemical synthesized to make LSD. I feel like that's probably, Ugh. like, possibly, like, the most... Probable one? Possible one? What's the right term for that? Yeah, I could see. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying, probably. Yeah. Um, now, we're on to the last little bit. Uh, other dance manias in history. Let me see how long we can go. Ooh, 40 minutes. I'm happy. <laughs> um, other dance manias in history. There are records that show that in 1237, a large number of children were afflicted with a dancing plague in uh, Erfurt, Germany. Over a hundred children uh, only began to, and only meaning only children, no adults. Over a hundred children only uh, began to dance uncontrollably and danced out of town and all the way to Arnstadt, uh, 
uh, and then they all collapsed from exhaustion. Then the children were all gathered up and returned to their parents, but many of the children died shortly thereafter. Man, you really did set the tone with the witch and all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, the ones that did survive, it is said, are supposed to have lived out the rest of their days with a constant tremor. No one knows why. And then I put in parentheses Pied Piper of Hemelin. Uh, which basically, this is the same story. Like, this is uh, the records of this, quote, real-life occurrence. This is basically what we think is the real-life thing that is tied to the Pied the Piper story. You know, the guy that got rid of the mice? And when the village people didn't pay him for getting rid of the mice, he took away their children by playing for them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That story. Okay. So that that instance, I basically just described the real-life instance that inspired that story, or that that oh, story is based on, I think. Interesting. Yeah. That's kind of So I thought really that cool. was pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Then there's another one. Then there is St. John's Dance, uh, which is interesting, because there's a little tiny town uh, north of here called uh, St. John. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. Got a little tavern near the Then there is St. John's Dance, another dance mania, uh, which overtook Germany. Is there a problem? Yeah, it just shut off. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which overtook Germany in the 1300s, immediately after the Black Death siege. Or the Black Death. I put siege because I was trying to be fancy and it just doesn't make sense. Uh, here, men and women alike took to the streets, convulsively dancing to the horror of everyone leaping about, appearing to be possessed and foaming at the mouth. Uh, victims claimed to be completely unaware of their surroundings, heard or saw, uh, heard nor saw nothing or anything even, but felt compelled to move about screaming and dancing. Hmm. All right, then, last one, uh, St. Vetus's dance. Uh, now, Sydenham's Korea, but it's spelled C-H-O-R-E-A, so I may be spelling, saying that wrong, but I'm just going to say Sydenham's Korea, or Korea, otherwise known as St. Uh, Vetus's Dance, is not actually a dance rather than a medical disease that causes people's bodies to twitch and jerk. But nonetheless, throughout history, it has also been lumped in with all the other dance manias. Also, it didn't help that uh, St. Vetus was the patron saint of dancers. Uh, the Catholic Church insisted that those affected with, quote, St. Vetus's dance go to the chapel. Anyone who didn't or refused to undertake this task, even if it was a journey, risked excommunication. And that is my history on the Dancing Plague of 1518. Interesting. Yeah. So, that's, that's what do you think? I like it. Any I had never heard anything questions? of it. Um. Hmm. Just put this in the right place in my binder. Cause I gotta keep organized my notes, my records. I just, I wonder, like, you know how you were saying that one of the cures, or they came up with like a possible cure, would just be more dancing. Like, I wonder if yeah. it actually worked for anyone. You know what I mean? Like, well, like I said, more people died. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I wonder if, like, there was ever, like, an instance where it worked, you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Out it's, of 400, I imagine maybe one. Yeah. And then going back to, like, those kind of, like, 
those dance um what do you call them uh, competitions where people you know dance for long dance hours marathon. yeah like i'm wondering if like maybe it kind of like started from that possibly i don't know yeah or was inspired by that or i don't know maybe maybe yeah all right so you are mystery yeah, so uh, my mystery this week is going to be a Christmas mystery. Um, oh. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, you told me that before, but I'm just yeah. going, oh, <laughs> for the audience. Yeah. I'm like the applause for them. <laughs> like the button you click and then you're like, oh. Yay. No, um, we should probably make a button like that. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> I would go crazy with it and then people would get annoyed and stop listening. <laughs> And that's happened with podcasts that I listen to, too. Like, yeah. like they get new sound effects and a podcast that I really like, and then somebody goes a little crazy with one particular, I'm like, all right. It's too much. That can stop right now. Yeah. So anyway, so I know I'm a couple days late, but I was really uh, curious when uh, Ian wanted me to do this podcast with him. I was really interested in doing a Christmas one just because it is that time. And yeah, and I just, I like to do like themes and things like that. So I thought it'd be kind of fun. So my Christmas mystery is the spontaneous human combustion of Matilda Rooney. Oh, okay, cool. All right. So, um, so basically in, uh, 18, (laughs) what are you doing? What? (laughs) He's putting on my, uh, my ear. I'm putting on your, your, oh, their ear. Oh, that's what they are. Okay. You thought it was like a headband? I did. Uh, well, it doesn't look like earmuffs. Yeah. To be well, fair. you just, you put them over your ears like that. But I got it. I understand. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna work on that. It's got a button with a buttonhole. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so go on with your mystery. So, Sorry. Don't let <laughs> no, me distract fine. you. So in 1885, on Christmas Day, an elderly couple, uh, Matilda and Patrick Rooney, were found dead in their farm home outside of Seneca, Illinois. Was Patrick hot? Uh, he was a 72-year-old man, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, I maybe mean... Maybe back in the day. Um, maybe back in actually, 1841. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. said to be uh, Irish, you know, so... I mean, that's kind of hot. Kind of, Colin you know? Farrell's Irish. Or is he Scottish? I can't remember. Um, I think he's Irish. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, I'm probably completely wrong. Watch it. He's, yeah. like, Russian You or would something. know better than I would, though. He's not even Russian. But, like, <laughs> huh. So, uh, he's like, uh, I'm African. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, like I said, Matilda, um, and Patrick Renew, they were 72 years old. And, uh, Matilda was, uh, burnt to ashes and Patrick Rooney was found dead to asphyxiation. So. Okay. So I'm going to stop you there real quick. Sorry. But like when it comes to his death, that's mysterious and not kind of fucked up and not cool. But here's the thing. 72. You lived your life, and as far as she's concerned, you, I mean, you lived your life, you kind of went out with a bang. Yeah. Can't, you'd probably be happy with that. But I do want to know why asphyxiation with him. What, what, yeah. What's all that about? Anyway, go oh, I'll, I'll get into it. You'll learn. So, oh. so, the sto- <laughs> so the story begins uh, the night before Christmas. It was the night before Christmas. Uh, so Christmas Eve, um, when Matilda, Patrick, and all Rudy, through the house, and- everything was on fire. <laughs> you'll see um okay so matilda pat and patrick rooney and their firm hand john larson were settling in for the night with a few glasses of whiskey uh john ended up kind of calling the night sound early. like my kind of people yeah john ended up calling the night early and decided to go up to his room which was on the second floor shut the door and went to bed 
the Roonies decided to kind of stay up a little bit longer. Um, and one thing to note about the Roonies is they loved their whiskey. They were huge alcoholics. They were known for being alcoholics. They were just, they loved their whiskey. I mean, you said Irish. Yeah. Well, I just yeah. kind of assumed yeah. it went with the dare to, yeah. And it's so funny because like in some of the articles that I was reading about it, like they always made sure to mention that they were Irish and they loved whiskey. So I was like, oh, this is great. I'm like, but- it's Christmas <laughs> and national themes. Yeah. So, um, so anyways, uh, so they ended up staying up a little bit longer, drinking their holiday cheer, um, and later on, you know, drinking their holiday cheer. Drinking their like holiday when cheer. you first said that, I I analyzed that sentence really quickly in my head, and at first I was like, oh, that's clever, and then I was like, that's also really sad that you're yeah. literally drinking your happiness right now. Well, they were, the but they were, were, but that's they true. Were. I was like, that's charming and prolific <laughs> Chantel that's very good drinking their holiday cheer go on so anyway so can... so then it jumps to um John Larson is woken up to like some irritation in his lungs and he you know starts coughing and uh, I've woken up you know coughing in the middle of the night and I'm so tired that I don't really think anything of it and I end up going back to bed and that's kind of what he did and a few hours later he does end up waking up and he sees um, some, like, ashes and soot, like, on his pillow. Yeah, you're coughing up your dead wife, bitch. <sighs> well, no, this is John. This is John Larson, who's the farmhand. So he's... Like, oh, the farmhand. The farmhand, yeah, that went to bed early before the Rooney. So was did. he hot? Um, you know, I didn't see anything about him being hot, but let's just say yes. Yes, he was. He was okay, so sexy. he was Colin Farrell. Go on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, anyways, so he woke up to some irritation, went back to bed, and then he ended up waking up to some soot and ash on his pillow. And, like, that freaked him out like it would anyone else. And he, like, was already uncomfortable and irritable with, like, how, like, his, you know, lungs were feeling. And he ran downstairs, you know, to check on his employers, the Roonies, and he ended up going into the Roonies' bedroom and found Mr. Rooney on the side of the bed um, on the floor, just dead. So, and then he made his way into the kitchen, which was right next to the bedroom. And, um, and he saw, all he saw what was left of poor Mrs. Rooney, which was just a pile of ashes and a, and a hole in the middle of the kitchen. Oh my God. And please, please tell me that like her, her boots were just there or something. Well, we'll get into that. So, um. Cause that would be amazing. It'd be like a cartoon. <laughs> no, it'd be like the Wizard of Oz like it when the house landed on the wicked witch and then all you saw were her and yeah her yeah feet. well you know and then they like shrivel up and go underneath yeah well i'll get into that a little bit and it is actually kind of like that maybe not necessarily in this case but in a lot of these cases that I'm it's very into. i'll get you my pretty and your little dog too i got you <laughs> yeah i got yeah. you maybe maybe <laughs> Anyways, so uh, so after seeing that grizzly sight, like he ran next door uh, to his neighbors, and oh, and one thing to note about John, so um, uh, he, he was actually almost asphy- asphyxiated himself, mm-hmm. but it said that like because he was on the second floor and he had shut his door, that he was actually saved from that. Okay. Yeah. So, or at least that that day that's the theory yeah and um so anyways he ran to the neighbor's house you know had told him about the grizzly site that he had seen fast forward a little bit later like a uh, coroner is called out 
um, and he's a coroner of LaSalle County, um, and he was sent out and to examine the scene. So uh, he mentioned that upon like arrival, he distinctly remembered like a foul smell uh, that smelled, and that smell like covered every single inch of the farmhouse. And, um, he also noticed how the walls were really, like, dirty and the furniture was really dirty. And he, like, the way he described this substance was, like, a greasy and sooty kind of substance. Ew. Which, just imagine, like, you know, going in, like, All over your shit and everything. Yeah. That's gross. so gross. And the foul smell, like, I couldn't even... It's like when you walk into somebody's house and they're, like, they're very, 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 very dirty. Yeah. And there's, like... Tra- you, you know you know people that you've been in their house and there's like literally trails through each room through all the shit yeah not just stuff but like crap too yeah like dirty stuff and yeah it's like how do you live like this I'm like oh here we got company i'll clean a spot off for you <laughs> those kind of people i'm like yeah when they cook they literally clean a spot on the counter to cook like it's like yeah they only clean the kitchen the- yeah yeah <laughs> Well, the kid. you know that's just me well honestly though, not no everyone's like. you know what you know what no i walk into those houses i'm like you know what you should just light a match <laughs> just burn it all and down sell the land yeah or spontaneously combust you know either one <laughs> i think you should just jump off a bridge really i think it's fucking over <laughs> so okay anyways so um so he you know the coroner enters the house he smells something gross and he like is going through and it's all greasy and sooty and just really just gross stuff and um he so he's he went into mr rooney's room where mm-hmm. john had said you know he had found him and he found him there too he was lying on the floor dead and they ended up uh you know doing the examination and found that he died from asphyxiation so from uh from smoke coming in his room yeah and um the bedroom door was opened um towards the kitchen so he went into the kitchen and which was right next to it like i mentioned um was right next to that bedroom and he entered in um and when he entered the kitchen he found a hole burned into the kitchen ground about two and a half feet to about uh by three feet uh, the earth's ground was exposed about two feet below the kitchen floor, uh, and there was ashes of Mrs. Um, Rooney, like it was her ashes, yeah. all in that contained area. And wow. uh, yeah, and so when he was examining through this, he found. Um, Wait, no, he was like going through his wife's ashes. Well, uh, the coroner was. Oh, like, okay, he was going I see. through because he was examining. Yeah, he was sent okay. there to do that to find the cause of death and like to pronounce them dead and all of that stuff. So he was going through all of, you know, to look at what was left because he didn't know if it was a human body really because it was completely ashes at this point. But he ended up finding to to discover that it was her. He found a skull, cervical, dorsal vertebrae, um, and two feet with shoes still attached. Whoa. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Wait, shoes with feet still in them? Yeah. Oh my god. That so, you know, that reminds me of the 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 sh- shoes with feet in them that wash up on the shore. You know what I'm talking about? They wash uh, up on like Washington coast. Really? Some place. Yeah, and in like Japan too. People just cutting off people's feet and just Well, also I think it's like bottle? like <laughs> from shipwrecks and people overboard and die out in ocean and stuff and like basically like things in the water deteriorate except the foot in the shoe 
because it's surrounded by the shoe, and then they oh. can't eat it because it's the shoe, and then it and it's buoyant, so it eventually washes up on some shore. You know, that's actually a good theory, because maybe, like, that is possibly why it wasn't, like, you know... But it's also, ashes. like, but it's happening a lot, yeah. and in certain places only. Huh. Interesting. And, like, if that's always the case, why is it, like, all of a sudden a thing now? Anyway, no, but that's a whole other mystery we'll get yeah, to that's another a whole episode. Other, yeah. That's not even on my list for the next few weeks. I'm not even well, sure, now Jay. It now, <laughs> yeah, it's getting added on. Stop talking about it, Ian. What are you doing? Let Chandel do her mystery. Go on. Okay, so where was I? Um, I'm going to eat this chocolate thing and let you talk. So, yeah, so he found Mrs. Rooney's... Uh, where is it? Skull, cervical, dorsal, vertebrae, and two feet with shoes still attached. Um, and Sexy. all of these were either partially or completely reduced to a cinder. And cinder is basically like a partially burned substance. So you can, you know, still kind of make sense of it a little bit. Uh, and the mysterious thing that surrounds this mostly is um, why the floor did not burn up any more than it did. Like, it was just where her body was. Oh, you're telling me that's the whole mystery of this? Yeah. Is the fucking floor? Well, no, no, no. The spontaneous combustion. <laughs> like, there was no, like, outside ignited, like, force, mm-hmm. you know? Like, she just lit up into flames. Nothing else around her, like, you know, went into flames. The house was still intact. You know, her husband died from the smoke. But, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Like, the floor did not burn up any more than it did um so yeah that was just really interesting well i think a greater it. mystery is like what how how did she fucking catch on fire yeah no it, spontaneous um human combustion is and yeah it's a very interesting I mean, thing that's that's fucking amazing yeah so um so anyways so as for john larson he was quickly exonerated from being a suspect due to his good character because people knew him and they actually uh kind of like know him as being kind of like an imbecile and completely harmless so going back to your hot question yeah imbecile like going back to your hot question maybe but you know an imbecile is oh but he's like hot in a flowers for algernon kind of way yeah (laughs) anyway so um and going into spontaneous human combustion uh it's a greatly debated phenomenon um the term is used to describe the combustion of a living human body meaning like death by fire without any apparent source of external ignition so not like burned at the stake uh no no that's an apparent source called you did something wrong or yeah you got blamed for something yeah or the queen hated you and you know you just got burned i always associate it with like the bishop or something mm-hmm. although queens burn stake at stakes too have you ever heard of bloody mary she was mm-hmm. called bloody mary for a reason oh yeah for sure you're absolutely right but for yeah. i'm i'm very much about disney movies so it's always like the evil <laughs> bishop trying to get esmeralda oh god i'm obviously going off of notre dame but anyway yeah so um so some common characteristics that are found with these um these spontaneous human combustions are uh older women I mean, there have been cases of men too, but it's mostly older older women. women. You know yeah. what? That's that. You know what that is? That's a fucking hot flash out of control. It's yeah, oh, extreme hot. Flash. But you know what? Women get cold flashes too <laughs> at that age. So I wonder if they ever like walk in on them and they're literally like in a block of ice, like mm. and their skin is blue. We should look into that. That could be another yeah. podcast topic. Possibly, <laughs> if it's you know if it's happened. 
I don't think it has. So, no, probably not. So, also, they're overweight. Uh, they're alcoholics. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Shandell, how dare you say that about another woman? You know, there's a special place in hell. Oh, gosh. For women who don't support other women and their big fat asses. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone out specifically, and I love, I love all. I them. love big fat asses. I love, I love. Everyone. I am just like MC Hammer. <laughs> is it MC Hammer? Or is it Sir Mixlot? Uh, I guess both, probably. Fuck. You know what? It's iced tea. <laughs> it's it's iced tea now. You know just what? Make up our own. You know what? Name. It's fucking. It's LL Cool J. Hey, yeah, I believe it's you. first kid. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that the name of that movie, First Kid? I have no idea. No, that was fucking Sinbad. Oh, yeah. First Kid, yeah. Anyway. Okay, anyway, so... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. So, there's this guy named Larry E. Arnold. um, He's an author of A Blaze, and he kind of goes into, like, explaining spontaneous human combustion in kind of, like, a science-y way. Honestly, Honestly... I, I couldn't really break it down very much to be able to explain it into easy terms um, for you lovely people. Uh, <laughs> basically, like, it's just kind of like a belief that, like, you know, it starts in your stomach. It can come from drinking. Drinking can ignite it. Stress can ignite it. Like, it's just this thing that just takes over your body and just you burst into flames. Um, but anyway, so he mentioned that there have been over 200 cited reports of spontaneous human combustion worldwide over a period of 300 years. That's a lot, you know, of just these random deaths that are happening. Like How many? Uh, 200 cited reports. Over 300 years? Yeah. Oh, across the world? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I mean, that's, it's not like... I, I feel like it's a lot for like it's... something so random. Yeah, that's true, but it's also not like on the daily either. No, definitely not. So, like, it goes. Oh, under did you hear the, about Steve? I think oh, it, yeah. No, I think it goes. I think it goes under the radar one. because of that reason, because it doesn't happen that often. Mm-hmm. But I honestly thought that maybe I didn't think that it would be that many. I just, I guess, it was kind of shocking to me. Maybe not you. I don't know. But um, I mean, the whole thing is shocking to me. Yeah. So, so this has always been, this has kind of been like a popular thing. Um, like, human combustion has always been a popular thing for, like, a very long time. Like, Charles Dickens even wrote about it in his book, uh, Bleak House, where his character, who was a crook, um, a disreputable rag-and-bottle merchant uh, who lives largely on gin, um, ended up spontaneously combusting. So, like, it's been talked about for a long time. Lady Deadlock. <laughs> That's just a character from Bleak House. Oh, it is? You've read it? Well, I read it years ago. I never read it. um, And it's a long-ass fucking book. Anyway, um, but he's a good writer. And Lady Deadlock. I just said that because it's like one of the coolest names for like a female character of that time in a book, I think. Yeah, I like it. Lady Deadlock. And it has no relevance to your story. I just wanted to say it because you mentioned Bleak House. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like the wife of one of the characters. And she's like, anyway. Yeah. so it's been like, and back then they really believed that it was largely linked to you drinking too much. They felt like it was kind of like God's wrath coming down on you for drinking too much. Um, 
Yeah. So when was this though? When was this? Uh, so this book was written in 1853. Okay, so they thought everything was God's wrath. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like back then, like if you don't have like modern day like science or like other things to explain, you know, like I feel like you would definitely that would be like a reasonable, you know, conclusion to come to. Um, so some interesting, so there's many, uh, critics who will actually argue against, you know, spontaneous human combustion. And they believe that there's, in almost every case, there is an external, uh, source of ignition. Uh, but it's kept out of the news just to keep, like, the mystery alive, you know. But, I, I don't know, I, I feel like it's still a mystery because there's a lot of cases where, like, for instance, even with this one, um, this Rooney case, there was, so she was drunk. She was probably careless and probably not paying attention. She was 72 and fat. She was, <laughs> well, it never said that she was overweight, but I mean, maybe. No, but you did. It, well, I said it's a common thing for this to happen to overweight people, but eh, and I don't we know. all know what that means. <laughs> Go on. Anyways, so there was actually, there was a candle nearby, which you could argue that that was the candle that caused the ignition and whatever. Ah, gotcha. However, she actually blew it out. Like, it it looked as if, like, it was blown out because it was only, like, I think it said, like, three-fourths of the way burnt. And, like, back then they used that. Yeah, and if a candle candle lit her off anyway, then, like... Why would the flame go out if it if if it helped catch something else on fire so much bigger? Like that flame's going pretty strong. Why would it be out? I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it looked as if like she had literally blown it out, and like she went to the kitchen to blow it out because that's what they used for lighting back then, and then or at least in their farmhouse at that time, um, and then she was going off to bed, and like the candle like was not. Like, nothing else around it was, like, up in flames or... Oh. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and another thing that's really interesting Do you have is, any pictures? Uh, so, for this specific case, no, I do not, but there's tons of cases out there uh, where that thing that you told me about the the legs underneath, um, underneath the house for... Yeah. What is that movie? Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Like, it kind of looks like that in a lot of these cases. Like, these bodies are completely, like, torched, and then their legs are just left. Why just their legs? I don't know. You know what it reminds me of? It's like if you, like, strike a wooden match. Yeah. And then you blow it out halfway or three-quarters of the way through, and then you see the piece of wood that wasn't burned that your fingers were holding, and then it, like, very quickly goes, tapers off to that black burn charred part of the match that no longer is there kind of reminds me of that for a match but it's a human yeah like their legs are matches yeah it's fucking yeah what i think in some cases like their legs weren't um like since it starts from like their stomach or their chest area like their legs are kind of like the last, like you were saying. Yeah, that's match. like a match. Yeah, yeah exactly. and then on top of that, like they don't really have some of the women like were wearing dresses, so like their part of their legs that didn't have that clothing on them, like didn't help like the flame ignite that area. That's what I would guess, but I'm not sure. Mm. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that's my story. You know, you don't have to wear your house dress all the time, Bertha. <laughs> 
take the apron off. Oh, another interesting thing was is there was actually like this case. I didn't go too much into it, but um, there was a lady who was actually like breathing fire out of her like mouth. So that's a whole dragon story. Yeah, yeah. So that was a spontaneous when was this? thing. I don't know what year it was. It was just one of those like random things that I kind of ran into while I was doing like some studying about it. And there's a lot of cases that were Because if it was like, like 1461, I'd be like, ugh, whatever. Yeah. But if it was like it 1898, was, I'd no, be like, really? It was definitely in the 1900s. It was for sure in the 1900s. Um, in fact, I want to say maybe even like the 1960s or 70s. Really? Yeah. It wasn't wow. too like long ago. But, um, and this person didn't have an aerosol can or anything? No, and I think it was in, uh, I think it was in England be wrong about that though but um but yeah there's just tons of these just random stories of like even this woman like burning like in the street of parish uh, parish just randomly like bursting into flames like so yeah this has been going on for a very very long time yeah yeah wow and it could be carelessness and people not paying sounds like it's very possibly and... been going on the whole time yeah <laughs> It could be people, people just it's not just so sparse to, to our eyes, like you said, like we talked about earlier, that yeah. like it kind of gets shoved under the the rug, yeah, because it's rug. such a it's just such a strange, crazy topic, and yeah, and unexplainable mm-hmm. so far. But I mean, they should make it all public and then research it and then make it explainable. Yeah. Well, there have there has been like, tons of research on it, like, like the from connection both between sides, but the connection between electricity and magnets, like propulsion through magnets how does that work like that that's more science-based but it's all like i think it goes like a a, like large argument on the side for spontaneous human combustion is it like the link between the human brain and the human body because you know how it's like so powerful and we're still trying to understand it to this day Mm -hmm. like they're they're thinking like that maybe like you know you're so stressed out that like ignites that or like something with the alcohol and like it changing your brain like you know so there's like some weird science that goes into this that's unexplainable as of right now something about being a (laughs) postmenopausal fat ass drunk bitch yeah uh, just is similar to striking a match in ya. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. By the way, those are not my words. Those are Chandel's. <laughs> so, uh, lay off the sauce, go for a walk, mm-hmm. put the pasta fork down. Mm-hmm. Don't age. <laughs> uh, don't age. <laughs> um, and, well, since we're going down that route, that road, uh, No. Well, that's very interesting. I feel very sorry for those. You said it's all women or predominantly women? Predominantly women. Okay, so there are some there guys have in there. yeah, there have been cases. Um I feel really yeah. sorry for those people then. That's that's kinda but if they're older like that one lady, like seventy two, I'm like glorious way to go out. But if yeah. they're like forty one, I'm like, oh Yeah. Oh, oh, one thing that I forgot to mention. They so, were babies. So John Larson, um, even though he was exonerated of being a suspect, he actually died two weeks later due to what? the like due to the problems that uh, like that smoke caused him the smoke inhalation and all Mm -hmm. that oh my god that's that fucking sucks it's like you oh we meant to get you but we didn't what the (sighs) fuck i know oh sorry mom (laughs) (sighs) yeah well that's dumb that sucks i know 
Poor John Lassen. Poor Mr. and Mrs. Rooney. Man. I know. Anyways, on a lighter note. Well, that's that's awesome. That's an awesome mystery. Um, thank you. That's yeah. great research. I know you were. I accidentally scared the shit out of Chandel like a, a week ago. <laughs> when my mother was here, my mother, you, and I all went to dinner, and I started talking. Okay, so I started talking about prior experiences with other would-have-been guest hosts that didn't pan out. And it's fine that it didn't pan out, Very being very diplomatic on the show. Yeah. Um, you just have, like, a certain structure. The way I talked about it, you all of a sudden were, like, all nervous and were all yeah. like, oh, I better get my shit together and do my research if I'm going <laughs> to be on his show. Oh, no. And I scared the shit out of you. And I didn't mean to. And, I no, mean, like, it's just, it's, I knew you would do great. That's why I even asked you. I didn't mean to scare you. I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> but I just thought it was funny. And then, you, but you definitely pulled it through. You did amazing. I thought well, that was you. really cool. And I appreciate just, like, it. Like, it made sense. It was concise. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Good. Now let's see what listeners think. Yeah. Let's see if they like it's... your voice and your personality. I think they will. They'll love you the way I love you. And if they don't, oh. if they don't, well, that's okay. You know, right? You're hate mail. It's cool. Like, we need to hear it. Yeah. So it will help the show. Yeah. Write good meal, too. Right, positives and negatives. Yeah. Give us both. You know they love you. Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, awesome. Any uh, any closing remarks, closing statements since we wrapped up our topics for the week? We are at, I think this is one of the longest episodes, if not the longest. We're at uh, an hour 13. Um, let me think. Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, Merry belated Christmas. Yes. Uh, Oh, and if... Happy New Year. If you haven't seen The Disaster Artist, go see that. And I haven't. Was it oh good? Oh, my gosh. Well, you have to see The Room first. The Room is... It's kind of like a... It has a huge cult following for how... I recently listened to a podcast about, about The Room. It. About The Room. Uh, yeah. It's just... I watched the movie, like, seven years ago. My brother's been obsessed with it. Like, <laughs> loves it. And uh, so he, he had me watch it and... Um, anyway, so The Disaster Artist is about that movie and how that movie came to be. And it, it's just, it's hilarious. It's amazing. It gives you, like, I don't know, like, warm feelings for the original The Room. And, yeah, you, you'll like it. if you mm-hmm. just, Feeling nostalgic for prior movie experiences. Yeah, and you don't necessarily have to watch The Room before you watch The Disaster Artist, but... I highly recommend that you do it that way because you have, like, just a special bond to it after that. So, anyways, those are my (laughs) final remarks. Awesome. Okay, cool. Awesome. Well, I guess my final remarks would be, uh, like I already said, a happy new year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody, please be safe this new year. You know, every new year is very dangerous with the celebrating and the alcohol and the resolution. That's all great. Everybody have fun. Uh, But be safe, especially in these northern states where there's snow and ice. Like, I mean, it's dangerous just inherently with the conditions of the roads let yeah. alone adding new Year's. so just be careful guys download uber um, on your phone and lift and lift and anything you know what? that you fucking have. walk that shit if yeah. you're if i know you're parked right outside but if you're fucking five blocks from your apartment or walk. your house or whatever walk that shit out yeah take a chill chilly walk it'll wake you up sober you up a little bit yeah. you'll like it yeah if you're taking a, a girl or a guy home 
You know, it'll wake you back up. Be all like, oh, hey, I got this person. We can get down to action instead of just passing out right the fuck away because you got in your car like an idiot. Yeah. And if you picked up someone, you know, really like kind of gross looking, you know, the walk will kind of. Well, then then that's when you pull out the other card and be all like, oh, I. Uh, uh, and then you you go to the bathroom you go to a bar specifically that you know the you know bathroom has a window and you oh i'm gonna go to the bathroom and then you go back out the window have you done that uh yes you have (laughs) i have yes oh boy but 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 here's the thing though here's the thing though i'm not that slick though in all honesty because like i did not choose the place because i knew it had a window in the bathroom it was just i was so frantic to get out of there and i noticed just i guess in the moment that there was a window and it was like a high up window like a high up like basement type window i guess uh (laughs) <laughs> because, but it was in the bathroom and it was against the back wall and I was in the stall which was a stall for against the back wall so it was perfect but like I had to like jump up and I had to wait until everybody was gone and I had an alone moment in the bathroom because otherwise everybody fucking sees this guy above the stall <laughs> jumping up onto the, the sill trying to get out like what are you hey are you okay what the fuck's going on and so anyway oh, the point is God. yes I have done it once and it wasn't that bad I mean it was that yeah. bad that's why I did it but um listen he what he wasn't my type and he was also an asshole if he wasn't my type but he was nice i wouldn't have done that but if he was an asshole i mean fuck him anyway and i'm not gonna waste my time yeah i'm not gonna be young forever um anyways we probably should end the show yes no we probably should end the show but i'm feeling like we had shared a bottle of moscato Mm -hmm. and so I'm feeling like very tangenty this evening, but love the show. We got to slow down on our drinking. We might uh, yeah. spontaneously combust here. Well, you will. I oh, that's tr- that's true. Because you're old, you're oh, fat, boy. you're female. <laughs> yes, you're a dirty little slag. Yes. No. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Historical Mysterious. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Real, real quick. Last thing. Send us an email. Send us an email at historicalandmysterious at gmail.com. Historical is spelled H-Y-S, not H-I-S, because I, like I said before, I can't spell. But send us an email at historical, H-Y-S, and mysterious at gmail.com. Also, please rate, review, subscribe. It really helps. Um, tell your friends about us. Tell everybody mm-hmm. about us. All that stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Goodbye, guys.